1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, Busted Open Nation? And thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Busted Open After Dark Podcast with your favorite uncle, me, Uncle Bully. Going to be breaking down dynamite from top to bottom. Orange Cassidy's promo. Interesting. You think you took a step forward? And I'm also going to tell you what my favorite segment of the night was. And you might be a little shocked. Thank you for tuning in to the Busted Open podcast. I'm Uncle Bully. This is Busted Open After Dark. Turn it up to 11. I think the first thing that I want to do tonight is put over... AEW and if you haven't put over AEW yet for what they were able to accomplish at Wembley Stadium well you're a schmuck 81,000 people for a company that is five years old a major major accomplishment I don't care about the ifs and the ands and the buts and the whys and the this and the that and your sister's ass it don't matter. 81,000 people, maybe even more in the building. Who knows? Is one hell of an accomplishment for that fledgling company. So, congratulations, AEW, on All In. Looked amazing. Whether or not you like the show or not, we can get into that. I'm going to talk about anything you guys want to talk about tonight Dynamite, All In, the big fight backstage. First time callers, front of the line. Ladies, front of the line. I wonder if Brittany's out there listening tonight. You know who you are, Brittany. You're always busting my chops on the old Twitter machine. So if you call in tonight, you can go first uh dynamite tonight a lot of people hit me up on the old twitter machine saying that the show was so so it was okay geez people they're coming off of a massive show if anything they needed a show uh, like this tonight for them to to catch their breath a little bit i appreciated the pace of the show tonight I appreciated them slowing everything down tonight. I don't think I could have handled a typical dynamite tonight where it's just frantic from beginning to end where you don't have a chance to breathe. So I appreciated the show for for what it was Uh, from beginning to end. Was there a ton of stuff that stood out to me? Not really, but there was enough stuff that I thought made dynamite a decent show. Uh, An enjoyable show. I mean, they started off with Mox and Commander, which was uh, totally fine. It moved on to Jericho and Sammy, you know, in that anger with the in-ring where they were trading those barbs back and forth. You know, maybe if we would have won, if you would have did that. And maybe if we would have won, if you would have done this. Um, You know, good stuff. Good stuff. Speaking of Jericho. How cool. Was it to see Fozzie playing in front of eighty thousand people? how cool was it to see Chris Jericho play Judas uh had his Freddie Mercury moment sang himself to the ring people out there going, well, you know it was a built-in house you know fozzy didn't draw that house who gives a shit Fozzie got to play in front of. 80,000 people, and I thought that was cool as hell, and I thought it was an incredible moment from all in. So it looks like they're going down the old Jericho and Sammy road again. I'm sure they're going to find a way to make it work. Eddie Kingston and Wheeler Utah, fine match, good stuff. Uh, You know how big of a fan I am of Eddie. Always good to see him out there. One of the things that I saw tonight that at first I thought was going to be blah but it really won me over was the in ring with Adam Cole, Mike Bennett, uh Matt Taven and what's the other guy's name? The guy with the neck brace. Forgot his name. Roderick Strong. I I liked the back and forth. I thought that Bennett and Taven didn't need to yell as much as they did, especially Bennett. There's range and there's levels and they should have used those different ranges and different levels, but that's just me nitpicking a little bit. I liked how they referenced the friendship, the ring of honor history. I liked how Bennett told the story about how, Uh, A young Mike Bennett versus a young Adam Cole in the ECW arena is what earned them a job with Ring of Honor. That whole story is very real about the camaraderie, about how all of their roads in pro wrestling started basically on the same path and how they went in different directions with Adam Cole obviously becoming the bigger star of the group that we saw in the ring tonight. Bennett and Taven never had an opportunity like Adam Cole and Roderick Strong to become stars of that level. It wasn't going to happen in Ring of Honor over NXT. And Adam obviously went on to become a bigger star than Roddy. And I'm hoping for Roderick that this eventually leads to something for him. I've said this hundreds of times. As a wrestler in the ring, we know Roderick can get the, the job done very well, I might add. But he's never really grasped that brass ring as far as getting that character to the next level. I wonder if it's going to happen here in AEW. We'll see. But I really found myself uh, enjoying uh, that aspect of Dynamite Tonight, that segment. The Don Callis and Takashita stuff I really liked. Don Callis breaks out Kenny Omega's x-rays. And he's showing us Everything that's wrong with Kenny's knees and everything that's wrong with Kenny's spine and neck based on the years and years of abuse that Kenny has endured working that Kenny style and bumping in a New Japan ring, falling down in a New Japan ring. A New Japan ring is not nearly as comfy as bumping in an AEW ring. It's more like bumping in a boxing ring, if anything. And anybody who's ever taken a bump in a boxing ring, if you came up in Gleason's gym with Johnny Rods, you know that bumping in a boxing ring is like bumping on concrete. So basically, Kenny's been landing on concrete the majority of his career. So I liked how Don was pointing out to Takashita all of Kenny's injuries and how Takashita should go about taking advantage of these injuries and how he should strike Kenny at their match uh, at all out. Shane Taylor and Samoa Joe. I have been a Shane Taylor fan forever. I really enjoyed Shane Taylor's run in ring of honor. I got to work with him maybe two or three times. I like Shane Taylor's presentation. I like his promos. I like the stuff that he did on his own uh, on social media when he first left Ring of Honor. And I think him and Joe is going to be a modern day pro wrestling slash hoss fight as JR would call it a hoss fight. Just Big old meat bags trading punches and beating the crap out of each other. Sauce it. Shout out to JR. Glad to hear JR is doing better. No cancer, as he reported uh, last week on Busted Open when he came on and helped us pay tribute to Terry Funk. Um. So I'm glad to hear that, that JR is doing so well how awesome is Billy Gunn from D, from the smoking guns to D generation X to the new age outlaws to Billy and Chuck and now to the house of ass and my favorite part of the house of ass are the new belts that scissor in the back Whoever came up with that, bravo. That was freaking genius. I popped hard for it. But Billy is so damn entertaining. He has been involved in so many uh, acts. um, and, And every single one of them has been over to one degree or another. I don't know if you guys know this, but the Billy and Chuck thing was so over that it made it on to Howard Stern. Billy and Chuck were actually on Howard's show back in the day. So when we think of all of the great things that Billy did, obviously with Degeneration X, obviously him and Road Dogg and the New Age Outlaws, it was the Billy and Chuck thing that got over to a level where Howard Stern actually wanted them on his show. So there was... A, a, a lot of stuff on Dynamite tonight that I actually enjoyed. Like I said, I, I like the pacing of the show. They slowed it down. The women did a decent enough job. And now we got all out right around the corner. In Chicago. With no CM Punk. I wonder how AEW fans feel about that. I wonder how AEW fans feel about the entire situation that we've heard about via social media. I don't think we've had any firsthand accounts yet. Have we, Andre? Any anybody who is actually there with eyes on the situation, eyes on the moment, eyes on the scuffle, eyes on the on the big uh the big uh the big fight between Jack and punk. By the way, I saw on social media, somebody invented a new drink. It's called the punk and Perry, a P and P served in a glass. Get it? Glass, windshield glass. Ha ha ha. That's a great one, pal. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, boss. So lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Once again, congrats to AEW on an amazing uh, show Let's rock. Marty in Maryland. You know how much I love my first time callers, Marty. Thanks for calling in. What you got, brother?
3: So I'm watching tonight's AEW, uh in and you while doing other stuff.
1: Marty, Marty, thinking- Marty, Marty, where's your where's your where's your where's your manners? It's your first time on Busted Open After Dark. I give you a rousing introduction. You know, My I man. put you to the I put you to the head of the list. You don't even say, like, hey bully, how you doing? What's going on? How's your night? How was your bottle of Jack Daniels?
3: You're you're a man who has precious time. I don't want to waste it.
1: <laughs> I like that, Marty. Okay. Shoot. All right. So I'm watching tonight's AEW. I'm gonna
3: admit I didn't watch all in. I fell asleep in the middle of the day, took a little Benadryl. Um, so I was like, eh, I'm not gonna spend the fifty bucks, just already halfway through. However, I'm thinking They're wanting us to spend $50 again one week later, but tonight's show didn't really give me the urge to want to spend $100 in seven days on two pay-per-views for AEW. Okay. So, do you think that it was smart for Tony to have All Out exactly one week after, especially since people's purse strings are kind of tight at times?
1: Marty, I definitely agree with that. I don't think the timing of the back-to-back pay-per-view is uh, um, a great idea, but AEW faithful will watch it. If there's one thing that AEW fans are, it's extremely loyal. They're like ECW fans. They're going to consume absolutely anything and everything. Now, as far as tonight doing a good enough job, um, of getting you to watch all out, I would say it was it was decent. I mean, I'm really interested in Joe and Shane Taylor. I'm interested to see what happens with um w- with Max and Adam Cole. There are a couple of things that piqued my interest. Whether or not I want to stick my hand in my pocket and pay fifty dollars, I don't know. Because you're right. Things are a little tight these days and asking people to plop down that much money in a one week time frame, It's asking a little much, but I think AEW fans will do it. And I think AEW fans, if they had to choose, probably purchased all in, um, over all out. And with punk not being on the show, uh, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, what those numbers are, but I'm not going to really be a stickler for those numbers because this 81,000 in Wembley really trumps a lot of stuff. Marty. Thanks for calling. in. appreciate you, bro. Uh, let's head out to Denver. Jamie, what's going on, Jamie? What'd you want to talk about tonight?
4: Hey, bully. How's it going, man? Good. Hey, okay. So uh, I'm very much in agreement with the previous caller. Um, I'll, I'll try to make it pretty fast. All in I thought was, amazing i thought it was a completely awesome show top to bottom um the card itself i know a lot of people were kind of uh complaining that maybe it just wasn't going to live up to expectations but it did um which is kind of like uh it feels like deja vu when we're now leading into all out because that's exactly how i feel about all out i didn't necessarily feel that way about all in i know that you're excited about shane taylor uh but the thing is, like a, a guy like me, I'm a hardcore AEW fan, but I wasn't a, a Ring of Honor hardcore fan, so I know very little to nothing about Shane Taylor, other than the one appearance that he did many, many months ago. So I had like no emotional investment with with that match any more than I have this investment for the Bullet Club Gold versus the Bucks and FTR that all that just kind of sprung up out of nowhere. That feels like it's a main event for Collision, and, and it just. Um, it just feels like I'm like I'm being asked to spend fifty dollars uh, on Sunday for a lesser card, and and I mean I I, I don't know if that's going to be an, uh, a sentiment that other people share. Even Punk and Jack not being a part of this pay per view, if they are suspended, which we don't know or we don't have any real confirmation of any of those things. The thing that does bother me about it um, is that it kind of feels like, based on what, what's been going on, in collision is that this is going to affect ricky starks who looks like he was getting primed for for a good position on this card and now that's gone so it really feels like all all out is just a card of three good matches and and then everything else is kind of filler
1: jamie i'll say this i uh and and thank you very much for calling in tonight i I get it Uh, i I, if did they do enough tonight to make you want to buy all out that's up to you, the fans, to determine. Like I said, if you're a diehard AEW fan, you're, you're, you're probably getting all out. If you can afford it, you're probably getting it. Um, if you're on the fence, only you really know whether, you know, whether or not the, if tonight did it for you or not. And, Jamie, here's what I can tell you about Shane Taylor. I agree with you. I know more Shane about Shane Taylor than than you do, Jamie, because you really didn't see a lot of him. But give Shane Taylor a chance, especially against Samoa Joe. I think you're gonna really, really enjoy the match. Shane Taylor is really good at what he does. Um, I'm a I'm a fan, and he can work that style that Joe does. And Shane Taylor has got a great punch. He's got great that He's just trust me. I hope I don't eat my words, like I said, but just trust me. Uh, let's go out to Memphis, home of the King, Jerry Lawler. It was great to see Jerry Lawler uh, come on out the other night. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens brought him out during a commercial break. I think it might have been on Raw. And uh he took uh he took a bow. The cra- place went crazy for him. God bless the king, Jerry Lawler, Memphis, Chris, what's going on, buddy? What'd you think of dynamite tonight?
5: Hey man, uh first of all, I just want to say um my condolences. You know, the wrestling world took a huge hit you know, those past week.
1: It it's definitely a rough week for wrestling fans and i think it's been a rougher week for wrestlers um i I know how you know the whole terry funk thing hit me i know how the whole bray wyatt thing the the passing of bray at only 36 years old affected a lot of people in that locker room so yeah a, a rough week all around well, I just
5: want you to know this one right here is for all of you guys.
1: Did you crack a cold oh, one?
5: Yes yes I did.
1: Was that a was that a Steve Weiser? Was that you an know, El Segundo? Light,
5: <laughs> <What> is- <laughs> it's just a Miller Light. It's what he used to drink, so I mean, you know.
1: Fair enough. Give what do you the got, hell Chris? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But no, um, I'm gonna talk like uh, this for the rest of the night.
5: Uh the main event tonight really caught my attention because Orange Cassidy has never grabbed a microphone after a match.
1: And and what about what Orange said resonated with you?
5: At the very end when he said, you know, no catchphrase. Like, dude, you just gave two catchphrases. <laughs>
1: okay. And that's just that's just his character and that, that makes it very funny to me. Okay, so you liked what you got from Orange Chassidy tonight in the main event and on the microphone.
5: Yes, and I I enjoyed the whole show, but that part really, it
1: kind of popped me a little bit. Now, are you a a diehard AEW fan, Chris? Yes, I am. So uh, a couple of the callers uh, said that they felt it was asking a little much to spend 50 bucks on All In and All Out. Did you buy All In? Um, Yes. Are you buying all out? Of course. Okay. Is is it just because you're so dedicated to the product or because you're genuinely interested in the card?
5: Well, both. But at, at the same time, you never know. Like, things can change. Like, they could add
1: another match. You know, you never know until the day up. Fair enough. All right. Appreciate you, Chris. Thanks for calling in to Busted Open After Dark. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you
2: enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation, channel 156.